Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Keep in mind, Stephen Reese is a virtual insurance broker that can find you the best rate out there. That's because he represents over 30 different insurance companies for a home, life, auto, and renter's insurance. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That is Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. All right, so um, back here, if you're just tuning in, uh, we kind of talk about the Spurs uh, stubbing their toe against Toronto last night. KD gets booed for Philly and his sensitive liberty. So he stands up, ass looks at the crowd, dumbfounded. <laughs> um, also, hilarious. I laughed at that video for like five minutes. So also, um, as I said, we got we had a we had a history of baseball last. We had a first no no of the season last night in Chicago, uh, White Sox game. Um, you know, did he, how many um, people did he walk? I don't know, but I know he had a perfect game going into that game. Didn't intrigue me to really that was on the card to stand out to tune into. So I kind of missed the boat on that. And like I said, I got caught up in my show, so I didn't even know. Usually, when I'm watching other baseball games, and especially if it's a perfect game going on, you'll start hearing that rumbling through other games that are currently. So didn't get a chance to see it live. So I don't know how many actually walked, but I know he had a perfect game going into the uh, ninth. So that's the first one on the season. Um, so, uh, but uh, of course that also speaking of, um, basketball, we're talking about the greats or whatever, cause it's the second message I just got. Um, there's some, there's some, I won't say outrage, but there's some disappointment, uh, in regards to, uh, you know, it was announced Kobe getting inducted and I guess Michael Jordan is going to be the, uh, presenter, he but does. a lot of people felt that should have been Jerry West. Ooh. Um, you know, I had two people already mentioned like, yeah, but it should be Jerry West. Which uh, one's of a diehard Laker fan? Other fans just really think about why not Jerry? You know what? That's fair, but even yes, Jerry West discovered him. Jerry West was like, "Yo, I just found the best player in the draft." Jerry West knew it; he saw it without seeing. But Kobe and Mike, I don't think they had that relationship. I think Kobe and Mike, you know, like Mike said, Kobe called me two, three in the morning. Not, you know, I'm not saying that he didn't have a relationship with Jerry West, but I don't know if it was like his and Mike's. So I, 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 I see I see people working with Jerry, though. But I don't know if Jerry and Jerry don't see Jerry's the type to me. Like if Vanessa were to go and ask him, Jerry would be like, ah, he maybe want to ask somebody else. I don't know if Jerry even wants to do that. Uh, was this Vanessa's that. decision? I don't know whose decision it I is. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she had to say something. She's running the whole estate, I think, now. Um... Uh, Jerry was pretty close, man. Jerry talked him off the ledge when Jerry wasn't even in his in his organization anymore. And Jerry talked him off the ledge of wanting to go play for the Clippers. 
instead of the Lakers when he got frustrated there touring. Jerry talked him out of that, said you can't do that. Can't put the uniform on. Same thing with the Chicago Bulls situation. They talked. Now, I understand what you're saying from a Mike standpoint. Um, like Mike likes to talk. Jerry's not very tight. Jerry lays in the cut in the shadows. Jerry don't want no credit. He don't need to be seen. I don't even see Jerry being the type of person that would want to do that, even though he got mad love for Cole. Hmm. Okay. Well, Mike. All and right, David well. Robinson's doing Tim. I thought it would have been Pop. And I'm not outraged anyway, but I just thought – I thought Pop would be Tim's guy. Yeah, but that's probably the same thing you say. Pop probably would have felt uncomfortable probably saying it needs to be Dave, but yeah. Well, Dave feels like I'm the one that got my ass off short from a vacation <laughs> to come save you from Mickey Mouse. So, yeah, I should be uh, that that history continue to play out, <laughs> you know? He's like, I'm the one that came off my vacation short. Where was Dave? Dave was in Hawaii or something, wasn't he? You know, Dave keeps getting, Dave keeps getting national commercials. On the cool. You know, he's got that one with AT&T that. now. I think it's one with AT&T. Dave gets it's, it's amazing that Dave, I mean, when he was playing, he had that one Nike campaign commercial. Of course, Mr. Roberts' Neighborhood. But it's crazy when you think of Spur coming from this market. He Even his years done playing. He, I see him. He shows up in these national commercials here and there. So props to him. But, um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, if you ask me, I'd. But see, this is the thing that's, that frustrates me, though. This kind of, Not frustrates, but it's kind of disappointing and sad with, with the Kobe thing. Cause what? This is like, it, it, like, this is a relationship we should have really known about. Like, I get it, both guys, Mike, you know, probably, but, you know, you can no, tell. No, you're not about, supposed to know but that. But see, but not, you're not, not supposed you don't have to know, know the details, Rudy, but you can tell the emotions that Mike cried at the funeral, all that, and then now he's the guy that Vanessa or whoever the state wants to present him. Then, yeah, like you said, every day he's close. Like, I ain't saying that we got, yeah, Mike, Kobe talk every day, bro. But, like, more out scene, more it was always that, you know, it, it was kind of that distance. But you that have two guys that wasn't a, they like you. They just like you. They ain't putting everything they do on social media. You the same way. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I, I mean. <laughs> what do you, you, I just, you cut from that cloth. How do you not understand that? You the same person. I see what you're saying. Like, man, I, but it's like, a like, bit like I knew Kobe was the, another thing. Like I knew Kobe was mentoring players, but when he passed, the see, list was a go. mile long, Especially, and I was like, "What?" Okay, okay, even for the Jordan thing, same thing I feel about his involvement in women basketball. Like we had no we idea. We knew that he Kobe, liked it, but not to that extent. We had no I didn't know he was Kobe working was with basically that invested in yeah. that because I think it would have also, you know, his writing and the Oscar and all that kind of helped the, you know, started. Shaping that image a little different, but I think if he would have let people know, and this is some of the stuff he was doing probably in his last years of playing for the Lakers, it could it would have changed that perception of him a little bit, a more like either not Good between point. like either you hate him, you but, think he's an but ass, again he's or cut he's from not. he's cut from your cloth. He don't give a damn. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, you know, y'all yeah. more alike than you thought. You couldn't stand him, but y'all kind of alike. Stand was a harsh word. He just played for the one franchise I couldn't stand, and like, and I mean, yes, him. The part of you had something to do with that. You had me, Kobe, after, you know, for a while. Oh, wow. I was like, all right, man. Like, whatever. You know, Mike was, you know, Mike. But no, man, that's just it. But, yeah, Kobe's, uh, Mike's going to get up there and do it. Well, I hope he doesn't because, you know, when Mike did his own, and, and he, I mean, he turned it into an improv and getting all salty and stuff in Mike's introduction speech, which seemed like it lasted forever. Yeah. But but uh, it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. It's just sad that they're not here 
to go in together. And like I said, Dave's going to do Tim, so we'll see how that goes. Also, uh, what else we got? NFL news. Um, draft is two we weeks away. We got the away. WNBA draft tonight. Don't forget. Keep the torch oh, going for, yeah. the, for keep the torch going for Bean. We'll have about what, like two, three San Antonio girls should be going. Tonight. I want to, s- yeah, two, maybe two. I know two for sure. From Baylor two and sure. uh, Williams from um, uh, Stanford, but uh, the national champions. But yeah, I think we might. I think there's another one to miss it. But yeah, they they get their thing going tonight. Um, also, what else? Uh, in NFL draft, yeah, two weeks away, and Trevor Lawrence. Had some interesting comments. Well, his daddy first. Mm-hmm. His daddy was saying, hey, Trevor's not the guy that losing any sleep if he doesn't win a Super Bowl. Trevor kind of doubled down after that, like, hey, you know, I'm not the guy that runs around with a big chip on my shoulder. So media, being the media, everybody's running with that. Like, should this be a red flag that it's not Super Bowl? Well, or bust I'll tell you this one thing. Like I don't. I'll tell you this. How you feel about this? If Cam Newton or Justin Fields or somebody like that said here? that, it's Rudy, you, they get no, no. I'm saying I'm, I'm. I'm saying I, pre- I, I just want to make sure. Is, hey, I just want to make sure you want to. Let me tell you something, man. Before I if, before I swipe your card, I want to make sure you want to use it. You want to no, use your black card, sir. I'm just telling you, man. I'm not telling. Not even to make it a race. I'm telling you, credit you might want to do that. <laughs> credit or debit. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. If Cam or Justin, Justin says that, what do you think look, happens? In order to throw Cam in there because he was the number one pick or whatever, you know, Justin made a pick. Throw leave Cam out there. Just let him go. Okay. If, if if we just stick to this draft, Justin Fields has had to have two workouts. Two pro days. That's not normal for a quarterback that is projected in the top three, at least, of that class coming out. He's done that twice. You're the one that felt that he was kind of getting some disrespect. I told you that none of these guys, including Trevor Lawrence, I think, is a for sure bona fide Andrew Luck or whoever coming out of John Elway that you go ahead and mortgage and move all the he way said, up. I'm gonna make sure but, I get it right. I want people to know I'm I'm that I'm passionate about what I do and it's really important to me, but I don't have a huge chip on my shoulder that everyone's out to get me and I'm trying to prove everybody wrong. I just don't have that. I can't manufacture that. I don't want to. So his dad was the one that talked about the Super Bowl. He was the one that said Hey, I don't. I just don't have this huge chip on my it, shoulder. It, let me tell you something. It wouldn't be the effect of the guy from the Dolphins tonsil with the the bong pitcher on the day of the draft. Just having that out there, it yeah. wouldn't hurt on that. But I'll tell you this: if Justin Fields makes these comments, it's hurt his draft status because the the media, everybody's talking. Because first of all. Whatever that guy's name is that's on ESPN that evaluates quarterbacks. Sometimes on first, he used to play for the Detroit Lions. He's actually the guy that ran out of bounds. Or Vlo- how you or saying his name? Or whatever the hell his name is. So we don't get phone calls. Dan Dan What's, how you say? Yeah, Dan Orlovsky. Oh, okay. He's just three uh, phone calls coming in right now. Let me tell you something, man. Um, <laughs> and I brought this up. Uh, my man, you know, from Ohio State, does college football. Herb Street. Herb Street. They got into it a couple weeks ago because he was giving a critique on on uh, just feel like, hey, but the question is, does he really want to be great? Is he the first one and in Herb the Street last took one? Exception and to that. he took that to the undertone because there was some undertone that people tried to make it a little bit racial situation with that, which I thought 
that particular situation, you could have gave that critique on a black, white, Hispanic, or purple player. Right. So I didn't even think that was racial. But Herb Street ran through it to be like, well, if you want to know why some people give that, that's ridiculous and absurd. Now, granted, Herb Street's son's about to go to Ohio State. He cuts, he bleeds Ohio State, and Justin Field is a Buckeye. But I'm just telling you, along with that contents, and there's people out there, just, if Justin's dad or mom or brother makes those comments, man, there, there's, there's some backlash to that. Trevor is basically sitting now. He's in a he's situation. He's number one pick, no matter what he says. He can say you, every now and then I like to burn a blunt or two. He's but, still but, going but, number but, one. But I'm telling you, <laughs> if, if, ju- if Justin Fields was the guy, if there was no Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields was the projected going number one, or that when Cam Kelly, if hurt. they made those comments, that would kill them. That would hurt them bad. Not at this kill, stage, in the, at this stage in the game, with two weeks out from the draft, and you have pro days. And also, he said, didn't he say something like, well, a champion? I'm not a. What do you say? He goes, I can't manifest a champion. Or he something. said, I can't manufacture that. Like, I'm. I get where he's coming from. He's like, don't try to make me. Like, the person, to me, this red, like, don't make me out to be Tom. Because Tom is the guy that walks around with a chip on his shoulder, people pissing. Like, he's just letting everybody know, like, I'm not that guy. And like, Tom t- was a six round pick. I'm the number one overall pick. I've me, never had a whole bunch of people against me. I'm not going to manufacture that just to okay, act like I'm let, mad about the. I'm okay, mad at the world. Let, let me add. Well, let me. I'll add to that too okay. when we get back. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the Sports Ground. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. And this next segment is going to be presented by Brewster's Backyard Ice House. All right. Don't forget, it's home of the free popcorn every day, seven days a week. And today's Throwback Thursdays, uh, where they have $2 Backyard Punch, $2 Brewster's Bomb Shots. They're located right off of 815 Pleasant Road. Like I said, that is Brewster's Backyard Ice House, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, look, there. this is, I'm going to tell you, even going further, one step further, and even taking, Talk I'll to tell me. you Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning coming out of Tennessee, not winning a national champion a championship, not basically sitting there having that reputation. If he would have came out and said something to that nature, and, it, you know, even though it was a toss-up between him and Ryan Leaf, but I'm just telling you that things have changed. And what that is from Trevor, that is from Mr. 7-on-7. Mr. I've won at the high school. I've won at college. I've never been challenged. I've been told. He's never really had any true haters yet. True. But when he gets to the National Football League, true. and he's the number one pick, and he's playing with a team that the offensive line ain't that good yet, the receiving core is not going to be that good yet, as you had a, there's going to, and you're dealing with it. As much as I've got respect for Urban Meyer, you're going to be dealing with a first year head coach that's going to have to go through some growing pains. It's going to be his, and I'm not going to, I don't know him personally, so I'm not going to say he's never been through any adversity in his life. But just speaking on the sports side of things and being the quarterback and the star quarterback, he hasn't he's faced had, in no. that in general. I don't yeah, know well, what he only lost, what, two games at Clemson? Two, three games? 
I don't I don't know if what that. he's gone through in his personal life. Um, yeah, you that's know, true but, too. But at the end of the day, coming from the sports thing, that's what those comments but are, man. But at the same time, do we are we over the top with that? Because I remember uh, Manny Ramirez kind of said something along this line. Tony Romo said, "Hey, if I don't win, it's not the end of the world." As the sports media, have we overblown guys commenting like, hey, at the end of the day, my life isn't over if I don't win a Super Bowl? Is Are we overboard with going crazy when, when, well, when, unfortunately, when, pro, when pro players say that? Unfortunately, whether it's fair or not, they can make those comments. But Trevor doesn't understand is that there's people's jobs. Well, his dad said the Super Bowl. He just said, I'm not going to act like I have a chip on my shoulder. Well, I don't have a problem with him saying that because there's no reason to have a chip. Right, that's Tom my Brady point. was a six-round pick. That's different. Todd Brady, Tom Brady was uh, competing with Chad Hennon, I think, in Michigan. I mean, uh, you know, the, he didn't have anything handed to him anyway, so of course he got a chip. You know, I mean, come on. Uh, so that's and and that I can relate to. I mean, there's certain things that you know, an individual has to go through to get to a certain point. You are going to have a chip, and you're not going to be as cordial to other people. But I'm back to Tra- Trevor Lawrence. The problem is that, you know, even with this saying, what he doesn't understand is the Jacksonville Jaguars and their GM and Urban Meyer or whoever team is looking to draft any quarterback that would make those comments. Unfortunately, you got other people that you're going into a team with organization that is their life and their life is on the line to try to win a Super Bowl. Mm. So you, this is what you're signing up for. So regardless whether it's fair or not, nobody wants to hear that. No GMs want to hear that. Coach don't want to hear that. Not being the number one overall pick at the quarterback position of what we're talking about right now. No. I mean, I'm not going to say, it, you know, it, it shows who he is or he's not going to be competitive. I'm just telling you uh, he's getting a pass for the, the comfortability Bro. to say that. Now, you saying that you think is he's saying this to try to talk his way out of Jacksonville. I'm asking you. I don't know you. about that. I don't know. I, I think Trevor – I don't think he, you know, Urban Meyer, them getting to Urban and all that. I think that that don't they don't look at Jacksonville. Okay. Maybe they. I don't think that's the case. I just think. No, nah, I don't guy. think so either. I feel like if that was the case in today's sports world, you, you could just that already. you could just tell them don't draft me. Like you wouldn't have to beat around the bush. Because even if that was the case, whatever this, what your father just said, and you following it up and kind of standing ten toes on it, that wouldn't be enough to deter Jacksonville anyway. And, and they don't crazy. get no better behind that. Behind that is the Jets. What's, and what's crazy about it is is that if you want to look at it, man, I mean, you know, he, Justin Fields, outplayed him in that game. He outplayed him. See, I don't remember. Your memory's he, better he than mine. He outplayed him in that game, man, on crack ribs. Uh, he outplayed him. Justin Fields. So you don't it, think Trevor's the best QB in this draft? I don't think it's as far as way some people think. Experts wow, think I don't Calvin, think so. That's a hot take. I think Trevor is Trevor's going to be. Trevor's looks, the best QB. He in looks this like draft. he's about. He's he's the he's the best. Maybe the best built. Maybe the thing. Trevor's already been cut cut on a couple times. All right. Trevor's got some surge. See, Trevor. I like Trevor, but Trevor has got a path to this. We've been talking about I, me included. But he been, been talking, he, Cal. He but, was doing this as a fish, though. But I understand that Rudy, he was going the, up the, against the big dogs as a fish. Guys making comments like this, and he feels like his dad can make comments like this because we've been talking about him being the number one pick since that Alabama and Clemson game as a freshman. So it's been different for Justin. Now, granted, Justin went uh, transfer uh, portal. Didn't work out at Georgia, came back this way. I still think Mac Jones got him beat in all of that. 
because Mac Jones had to sit behind two studs at Alabama, and we know how it's Alabama, and his turn, he came out this way. But, no, I'm telling you that that's why those comments are allowed to be made. But Trevor, I, I think he's going he's to look at it look at him. He could have a 12, 13, 15-year career in this league. But to sit there and say, oh, well, it's not even close with that, because I'll tell you, the kid with the most upside in this draft. Stop talking that is to me that, about Lance. I'm telling Calvin. you, Rhea, I know you don't oh want to hear it, man. Gosh. But I'm telling you, the dude is all he needs. I'll listen is to, to you about Zach, but man, this Mo, Trey Lance thing is weird Rudy, to me. I mean, I'm not saying you're not right. It's just weird to me. Hey, the only thing people can sit there and say is competition. Go look at the, how many times not turned over, and not only that, in his other games, he stepped up and he one time. But I think it's because he's so young and he's he runs. His throw is actually that's where we think the quarterback's going. Trey, like, look, you think maybe we're talking up too much of us, but I'm telling you, the ceiling and floor, the guy with the highest ceiling in this draft is Trey. Is Trey. It's him. He just ain't ready to go play next year. Sunshine's playing next year. You know, Fields depends on where he goes. The kid for BYU's playing next year too, ain't he? With the Jets, yeah, you go number two. He's playing, Justin right? Fields, Matt Jones is probably ready to go. Justin Fields is going to depend where he goes. If he falls to Carolina, if the, if 49ers, Carolina if the 49ers him, take him, Jimmy, he's not playing, right? That's right, unless Jimmy kicks the screen. But see, this is the thing, though. It's window dressing for the 49ers, man. Jimmy is not – I don't believe Jimmy is going to sit there and say, look, man, I'm down with being a bridge quarterback for a year. They can say that, and it's smart for John Lynch and, and Kyle to say that. They know that. That's why I say look out for New England. I mean, in latest Mel Kuyper's mock – I beat him to the punch, but he got he got New England trading up to ten to get Justin Fields. But the thing is, if he goes past Carolina, just some one of these quarterbacks is falling. I'm not. It's not going to be an Aaron Rodgers type of fall, but one of these quarterbacks are going to fall a little bit. I mean, we could go one, two, three, four, or we could go one, two, three, and then wait till we get to nine, ten if somebody don't move up. But it depends on where Justin Fields goes if he's starting or not. If he goes, if Denver, if Patton takes him at Denver. To me, that's because well, no, because if he beats out Locke, because let me tell you something, some of these GMs, you make moves for the long game, okay? Some GMs are in a position where they make moves for the long game. You sound like you sound like a stockbroker. You make moves for the long game, like that. That's the reason that Doji coin jumping, that Doji coin jumping out the window. No, uh, I need y'all to go buy more. Look, man, run my numbers up. What? No man, it's it's you make you you. That's what makes uh, what's his name's character Who? Snowfall. You know, oh, Frank. Uh, Frank. That's what makes Frank. What? Because he's a long haul. Franklin is every move he makes is in the long game. Thinking about the long game. No, Unc can't go get him right now. They waiting on you. This is how we gonna do it. The long game. So therefore, GMs will pick. And let me tell you why. Why I wouldn't say Justin Fields on that if he lands that. Then okay. we'll get to John's phone All call. Right. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. 
They said I miss you. I ripped it up and flushed with the tissue. Try to forget you. I ain't got nothing against you. We human. We all got issues. But I'm tired of being tired of being tired. All right. Back here on the Sports Grind 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis. They've been serving the San Antonio area for over 25 years. They offer all the name, brand, and rackets and apparel, and they offer same-day racket restraining. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the sports crime. Um, yeah, we. I got, uh, let's see if I got a message here. Check it in. Um, well, before we I read this message, before we go to the phones on what John, up? Uh, well, let's go to the phones real yeah, quick. Cause I want to talk about that other story yet. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to John. John, you're on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's hey, up, man? Kevin, I kind of wanted to chime in on what you were saying a few minutes ago about these NFL analysts like Dan Orlovsky and David Carr trying to analyze quarterbacks, trying to make what they can when you know, they weren't even the top-tier quarterbacks when they played. You know, Dan Orlowski couldn't even stay in bounds. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I hear you. Uh, thanks for the phone call, John. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's one of those uh, deals where, you know, they've got a job to do. I mean, Dan Orlowski knows more about the quarterback position than I do. He played at the NFL, even though he wasn't one of those great guys. But I just feel sometimes, and like I said, I think Mel, Mel Kuyper's the godfather. You know, it's obviously, you know, part of Mel Kuyper's job of getting, you know, extended with the four-letter network because Mel's got his own business. He, Mel's his own entity. People don't know that. Like Mel, like that. ESPN, like he created, helped create this whole draft situation and make it a team. TV, you know, watch for them. But it's obviously Mel Kuyper, part of his job description, they wanted him to bring Todd McShay along and mold Todd McShay because Todd's younger. So, you know, this is big business, what they do. Um, and it and it can affect certain GMs. Some some GMs listen to their advice. Some people, you know, they're connected as well. But they've got a job to do. But I just think that sometimes it's a slippery slope because especially with Todd McShay, when you got somebody like you know uh, Dan Orlovsky that we're talking about, he's not a he's not a draft analytic person. But since he has a platform, he does shows and he's played the position. They give him a lot of platform. But you got to be careful because it can sway. And it can't hurt a lot of these kids that's coming out and regardless what you go. Because to me, the truth of the matter is, is that um, Trevor, like I said, Trevor got outplayed by Justin in that. And Justin played with cracked ribs. Now, um, you know, I've seen two games against NFL-type defenses that Trevor has kind of – one he excelled in was the was as a freshman. Mm -hmm. But there's been a couple games that the, the game against LSU – uh, the national championship game against LSU last year and the semifinal game this year against Ohio State. His last two games against first-round type of talent, NFL type of talent, he struggled. But, I mean, I have no problem with him being the number one pick in, in general. Uh, but I'm just telling you, those comments would have been, been different for other quarterbacks. But it's just the era of coming in, and we'll see how it goes. Um, now, real quick, but now, and I was telling you about planning for the future, see – if Justin falls, which I think Atlanta's, I I, I think we're really looking at one, two, three, four. They're, I think Atlanta's trade out. Uh, possibly if they do, it's whoever's going to come up and get the kid. Because I told you, Trevor's going to Jacksonville unless he throws the curveball against Justin. I doubt that's happening. He's going one. Zach's going two. So it comes down to Justin, Trey, and Mac Jones. 
And if I'm and, and if if Justin would fall to nine, well, that's a perfect scenario because if you're Denver, you take if if you don't take Mika Michael, Par, Michael Parsons, linebacker, and Justin sits there, you take him, and that's George Patton's guy. But you have now in Drew Locke, which was a second round pick, and you and, and really they'll go in as a, it's it makes the quarterback room better. You get competition. You let Drew, who's coming the second year of, uh, you know, my man. Uh, Pat Shermer's offense, which I can't stand, but you didn't want to switch up on Drew. Drew has a breakout year, gets over that hump. Now all of a sudden you got drag capital. So whatever you had to move up to go get Justin, if it is Atlanta, you let Justin sit there unless he just comes out and picks up the system as just a better athlete and all around better quarterback, Drew Locke. Drew plays, then bam, you got you can flip that, and now Drew's hot on the market next year. Because eventually, if you do that, go. So to me, that's one of the scenarios I've thought about mm. if it ain't the middle linebacker. But I would still say watch out for the Patriots, man. Because the quarterback class next year is kind of thin to Midland. Mm. The next probably hype kid is going to be the guy coming out of Clemson this after next couple years. Other than that, unless somebody comes on the scene. So that's what's making this a uh, supply and demand thing with these quarterbacks, why it could be one, two, three, four. I just don't see a new GM with Atlanta not wanting to get his guy. I really don't. I know they're not ready to move on from Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan could be a perfect tutor for somebody that they would get. Now, to your crazy college basketball, sad story too, but college basketball story with the coach. No, it wasn't college basketball. I think it was just a high school. It was a high school? school? That's right. It was high school. Yeah, high school. Monroe, North Carolina. Yeah, so what happened now? So, and again, like I said, I don't even really, you know, I don't know why this came across my radar, but – very popular, well-respected teacher and coach. I'm gonna make sure I get his name right. Mr. Harris, yeah, Mr. Harris and his brother-in-law, Stephen Stewart. I guess he was this kid, this guy, not this kid, this man, this teacher's coach was living some double life because him and his brother-in-law they were using electronic trackers to follow the cartel's drugs and money in Alamance County. Okay, so they roll up to this trailer, right? And keep in mind, when the when the cops got there, this trailer had bulletproof glass. Like, this was, this was like cartel stuff. This, right. ain't, this ain't Tony and them. Right. This ain't little Jerome and them that came up on the kilo and them. Like, you rolling into a cartel trailer. Right. Okay, so they get there. One of the cartel members gets there. He's... They got the gun to the kid. Where's the drugs? Where's the dope? And where's the money? Kid don't give him don't give him the answer he wants. Harris puts two in the back of his head. Shoots this coach. Shoot, yeah, coach shoots this shoots this cartel member in the back of the head twice. Now the other cartel member show up. Now also keep in mind, Harris and Stewart got on bulletproof vests. Like you don't get bulletproof vests and electronic tracking devices coaching high school football and basketball like you have a whole different life right. you know what i mean like i don't i don't know where to get a bulletproof vest maybe one maybe sam does maybe you do i don't know where to get a bulletproof vest and i definitely don't know where to get an electronic tracker so he has a different type of life but so the by now the rest of the cartel members show up his vest ain't enough the the caliber weapon the cartel's using against him pierced through it he dies now, his brother-in-law is screwed 
Because even though his brother-in-law didn't pull the trigger, they charging his brother-in-law with murder. Why? Because there's two people dead and you were there, and that's because well, you how, were Well, first of all, stop recording. How the hell, because I heard about this, but not in detail the way you put it out. Yeah. Well, how the hell did his brother-in-law survive then? I don't know. I don't know how his brother-in-law survived. I Because no you idea. roll up on that artillery, ain't nobody leaving. Ain't <laughs> exactly. nobody leaving. Yeah, he said the sheriff said other cartel members showed up. Harris was killed in the shootout that followed. He said Harris was wearing a bulletproof vest, but it was no match for the high-caliber firepower. Deputy said they found about two pounds of coke and only 7000 in cash. Officers later arrested Harris' brother-in-law in Wadesboro. Stewart is now charged with murder and robbery, but no one can explain why Harris was allegedly living a dangerous and ultimately deadly double life-taking on the Mexican cartel. He says it's just hard to understand someone like Mr. Harris, who had a pretty good life as a teacher and coach, winds up in this type of crime. Hmm. And the sheriff also said there's good reason to believe this is not over, that he worried about retaliation. Yeah, Harris just put his family, his kids, if he has them, Stewart's family and kids, if True. he has Because the cartel, like I said, this ain't Jerome and them. Like, yeah, think, everybody, huh? it's, it's a whole you probably different couldn't have, You probably couldn't have found an investor to invest in that if the script was on the table in Hollywood. Because no. nobody would have thought, like, what is this? It's, like, it's, it's borderline breaking bad. <laughs> it's, borderline, it's like, but he had... They had bulletproof vests and electronic scanners. I don't know about the scanners vests. I'd make a couple. I can make a couple calls if I really need a vest, but I don't know about scanners. Yeah, you know. 736-976. You listen to the sports cry. We'll be back. Which one? Bruno or Pac? I mean, both of them are good. Is too. But Bruno's, Bruno's on a different there. level. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, considering the way this song sounds compared to the day that the music that we hear, but yeah, he's really talented. Anyway, back here on the Sports Grind, last segment of the day is going to be presented by Zing Zing. Two words are key to any perfect cocktail every time, and that's Zing Zing. They're the number one Bloody Mary mix in the country. Now they're offering a wide range of mixers made with all natural ingredients, margaritas, pina colada, strawberry, and daiquiri. Just add your favorite liquor, Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Uh, also, uh, what else we got here? Yeah, so um, this message I got from... Uh, Daryl, what did he say? Um, what happened? Yeah, Daryl, he said, Trevor and two are great college quarterbacks, but both will be average in the NFL. If Fields lands in San Francisco, he would have a better NFL career than both two and Trevor. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see. Um, it, like you said, it just depends on where, on what happens, how this plays out. Uh, you know, but we're going to find out here in two weeks. Um, any game tonight on the NBA schedule that stands out to you? Mm, Lakers Celtics is on today, right? Um, I sent Lakers, you a couple Lakers. of them this morning. Lakers, oh, well. Lakers are duh. And I know you said about the injuries. Uh, GM's thinking the workload and the schedule to these injuries. Bucks and Hawks. Yeah, the uh, GM. There's GMs. They won't put their name on it, but there's GMs. There's trainers. So it's not just GMs. There's GMs, trainers, and coaches that feel like this is the worst schedule in NBA history, and all of these soft tissue injuries 
are due to the compacted schedule. And well, NBA a lot of people teams, are upset about it. I will tell it. you, NFL went through it last year, too, with no training camp OTAs. There was a crap load of injuries that played a factor to that. But, you, but y'all weren't playing two games in a week. Uh, but there was still a product. No, we're playing one equivalent to a bad. We getting, they're going car wrecks. They, they, the dudes, four, three, four, five, running into each other. The injuries played in that. I get it. And I'll tell you, the workload management, that hasn't even been a story this year. It's been more the injuries than people taking off workload. Anyway, we got time for Hutch's phone call. Hutch, Hutch? Yeah. Is this Hutch, Hutch? Oh, okay. No, not Hutch, Hutch. You got to oh, make okay. it quick, Hutch. Hutch, you on the sports crime here on okay. 2760. What's up, Hutch? Yeah, I just have an opinion on that. Um, the number three pick with the San Francisco 49ers, I just think Justin Fields is uh, getting played. And Mac Jones, he won't be the pick. They they want Trey Lance. He's got Mahomes traits. And um, I just want to see what you guys think about all that. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Um, I can see that with Trey. I mean, that sounds like a Kyle Shanahan. I wouldn't be shocked if they move up to three to take Trey, uh, you know, that quarterback, because that's why they're talking about Jimmy. But we'll see. They already kind of know. I think they already know who they want to go, but but we'll see. But one of those quarterbacks are going to fall, though. We'll just see who it is uh, that, that gets around. But I think they're all going to go top ten for the most part. Hey, Deshaun Watson came, fell to 14. Deshaun Watson, but he fell to fourteen. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it, but even that draft, I would say it wasn't as hungry, starved quarterback as right. it is right now. No, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. You've got three historic franchises in New England, Pittsburgh, and Denver. Who's trying to figure out the quarterback? Don't position. don't do that. Don't do that. What? Don't do that. What I'm sorry, Pittsburgh don't, has two more. Don't Pittsburgh do that. Has, don't do that. Well, don't put Denver you know as a historic list? franchise. What are you don't, talking about? They're one Calvin, of the most Calvin, you do this stuff at 355. Like you think, you're gonna, you think you're going to sneak that They've body? They've got history. Historic franchise? I'm sorry, Pittsburgh got what, two more than three? That's two more than three? Go look at the list. I mean, there's two. Pittsburgh I mean, has the, six. Y'all have two. This Pittsburgh, I thought they had five. Six. They have okay, six. it was six. Six? Yeah, three. Don't do that. Don't try to sneak that Bobby at three fifty five. But how many multiple Super Bowl franchises are there really out there? We're not talking about singular. They're pulled, put to, in the eighties. Yes, they're down. They've missed the playoffs five. Baltimore six has two. They're are one. they historic? No, because they ain't had the run Denver has. I go back from the eighties and what's going on. Yeah, come what? on, man. <laughs> no, half the league has won multiple Super Bowls. I mean, there's fourteen or fifteen teams that have won multiple Super Bowl Super Bowls. True. You mean multiple by two or three? Winning at it, least two. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got three in the class over there. They do. But okay, maybe well, there's, historic. There's nine, there's maybe nine two, that have won three. Okay. Maybe too much of a historic. But some of the some of the well-respected franchises that are both tip, the whole take was they're trying to figure out the quarterback position. Anyway, man, whatever. Yeah, don't try All to right, man. Special thanks to producers of the show, Rudy J. Myself, Calvin Sands, been the one and two. San Antonio Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people over Tyler, people in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, for you the snooze button, for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. When it comes to delivering customer support, there are some things you don't want teams to hear. Intercom's streamlined support platform clears up space for more organized workflows and peace of mind. Our business messenger uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Who doesn't like the sound of that? Intercom. Less of this. And more of this. To learn more, go to intercom.com support.